Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. Last Sunday, after church, as I was going home, I said, Lord, you know, because I love... I love what happens here. I do. Right? But we're always, if you're not reaching for something more, okay, you're in the, going in the wrong direction, right? He said, I press toward the mark. Paul said that. And so I'm, it's not like I'm not, I am not content um, um, just with the status quo or just good service. I'm always pressing. It's not that I'm discontent. You know, because God is God, and, and I, I believe it's His season is His time that brings things into our lives. And, but, but you're never going to get, you know, if you're not pressing, you can miss something, right? True or not true? So I'm pressing, and I'm praying. That's why we're fasting. That's why we get together for extended worship and, and our prayer meeting Thursday night that I hope you come to. And why? Because we're pressing. And I said, God, I said, I want Sunday, next Sunday to be different when we get together. Not knowing what I asked for. You know, and, um, and when, when God is moving, uh, we sometimes don't even understand what he's doing. And so, man, is this Sunday different for this preacher? And, and I'll tell you, and I know not everybody knows this, but and so I'm just going to give you the brief um, cliff notes. But our good friend and, and sister, and my, she was part of this church for years and years. My secretary for years, just family to me, uh, to us, uh, was tragically killed Sunday night. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail here. Well, I'll tell you, if you don't know, come see me. I'll tell you what happened. But it was just a shocking, shocking tragedy. And, um, um, you know, when I got the phone call, I, literally, you know, uh, when Darcy called me, I said, I, I just, my, you, you don't grasp those things. I said, you cannot be serious. You just can't be. She said, yeah, Pastor, I'm sorry I am. And, and so that began a week of incredible emotion and, and uh, hard. I just have never been in all my years of ministry, never had quite the week that I've had this week. Just wanting to be there for people and, and um, uh, you know, grieving myself and all, all that goes on. So, and, uh, but I got to tell you, so Jeannie said, we need to have a prayer meeting. I said, yes. So Tuesday night we got together. Uh, and those of you that were here, if you didn't know, didn't hear, bless you. I'm not, you know, we put it, get on our, uh, get on our uh, members page, and you get those informa- that information. But that incre- that prayer meeting Tuesday night was absolutely profound and incredible for me. I needed to grieve with you, so that I had any chance of ministering yesterday without falling apart, right? And uh, so, but, but, so that prayer and our, our uh, petition before God and our speaking uh, the Word of God into the Kuva's lives and, and I just, so many good things were said and done 
And uh, but I, I went through the week, and and by Friday I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to. I don't want to go through this. You ever get in that place in your life where I don't want to? I just don't want to do this. And um, um, but there's times, uh, you know, you don't get to do what, you know, you, you do the right thing. And and I'm I'm. I was really wrestling Friday, and I, I've got to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you for prayer, uh, because uh, it was like a switch went off, like, and and I heard his voice, and he said, he said, one, you need to focus. He said, two, this is not about you. I said, okay. He said, and I know, I know he's allowing me to grieve, and that it's I'm part of it, but but. You know, there's that point in time when, when you're there for others, you know, and for you to be there for others, you just got to set your emotions aside, your needs aside for a moment. And, and he said, the third thing he said, you are thinking about things that are so far in the future that I'm going to take care of. You need to focus on what's going on right now and the grief and the, and the anguish and, uh, and honoring Char was what, and I'm like, Bing, the light went on. I said, you know what? I can do that. And uh, we did that. Yesterday, we did. I tell you, you made Jesus look good. You did. And I'm talking about every one of you that came, every one of you that prayed, every, you know, uh, Will that, that just took care of all, you know, just was there at every turn uh, helping the different ones that have called me and texted me and prayed for me and and uh, those of you that knew Joe and Char so well and were here, just to, that spiritual support was absolutely, I felt the strength of the body of Christ. And so I just say that to us, as Lena said, um, never in all my life have I appreciated, and I have appreciated it before, but never in all my life have I appreciated the body of Christ more than I have this week. And, uh, and, and going forward, just the, the, the safety and the security and the stability that comes. And God, I'm, I'm not trying to be whatever. You, you think you have a relationship with God because you know him and that's it. It's you and him. I'm telling you, it's about the body of Christ. It's about being in relationship with those that love him. And when, you're, and when you're in relationship with those that love him, that is a place of incredible safety. Not safety from turmoil or trial or tragedy, but, but when the enemy, the enemy would come in against you when you're isolated. And you have nobody to check your thoughts to. You have nobody to, to be there to, to, to care for you. And, and, and man, oh man, this is not a huge church. But I'm telling you, this is powerful, what we have here. And it's not because you got a powerful preacher or a great sanctuary or good. It's because of the unity of the Spirit. It's because we're part of something much bigger than us. And um, so I say that to say thank you. And... Um, uh, for being faithful, and and if you haven't experienced that yet, 
the uniqueness, I don't know if it's unique or not. I don't think it should be in the body of Christ. But uh, to really be a part of us is that it's not just to show up on a Sunday. It's not. You're missing out on something. It's just to be a part of us. It's, it's uh, so that when uh, one grieves, we all grieve. So, you know, typically, and I was thinking last Sunday, sometimes, you know, I'm always cracking jokes up here, and I thought, well, you know what, I wonder if I should stop. And, uh, but what happens is life sometimes is so serious, as it has been this week, that, uh, um, you know, and there's times that you're just going to grieve, but that's our default setting. Those that name the name of Jesus, our default setting needs to be joy. And and it may take you a while to get back there, but but um, you know, and it's specifically how close the tragedy came to your life. But the idea of you're not supposed to you're not supposed to stay in the moment of failure, tragedy, or or trial. You're not supposed to live there. Our default settings is be uh, always be joyful, and so today I, there is a, there is a level of joy in my exhaustion. I'm thankful for God's provision. Do you realize in all of you know dealing with the tragedy and the loss of my dear dear friend, um, my grandchildren were in town, and I. Uh, I'd get back from doing all that I was doing, and I was forced to deal with a four-year-old. Well, you know what? A four-year-old uh, doesn't have any concept of tragedy unless he doesn't get the lollipop that Grandpa got him. And, and so I, I am forced with a seven-month-old who's just learning to crawl, and, and every time he looks at me, having a big grin on his face, I was forced to realize that, that you know what, I don't care what's going around, uh, there's always going to be joy. There's always going to be something, and it depends on what you are focused on, what you look at continually. If you want to stare at the moment of tragedy and, 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 and just and be lost in a, in a, in a dark hole of, of sometimes it's just self-pity. Honestly. And, and I can get there. I'm like, oh, poor me. You know, I got to do this. Poor me. And the Lord said, knock it off. You, you can do this. So okay, I'll do it then. And we did, and again, it was, it, it was just um, incredible. I, st- I still worry about Joe, I know, and we will. We'll continue to pray. But I'm going to be more faith-filled. This is the victory that overcomes the world. And we want a move of God where we feel this, you know, Shekinah glory and oh, all this emotion and feeling of God. And when God, sometimes when God moves, it's when he, the, the, the issues of life crush you. Well, no, God, God wouldn't crush you. Yeah. You think about how Jesus overcome the enemy of our soul. He let himself be crushed. He didn't come out with a sword and, and you know, he's coming back that way. But, but when he secured for us eternal life, 
It was allowing himself to be crushed. And out, out of that crushing came just amazing things. And there are times when we are crushed. Well, not at times. It does reveal who you are. It's not the great times and the joy, the awe, yeah, but it's when you're crushed, it reveals who you are. And um, so I, I want to read one scripture and then see if I can uh, put it together here. <clears throat> it, it's in uh, Philippians chapter 1 and verse 21. There is sweet sorrow in this. Because Shar is absolutely free. And there is, that is sweet. That is just, that is a joy to me. And, and, and uh, you know, if there's anything that is true, Paul saying, for me, living is Christ and dying is gain. And uh, to understand that truth and the, and the idea that death for the saint is incredible gain. I mean, you've heard the saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die to get there. But eventually it's going to come to all of us. And that dying, for sure, I don't imagine for a moment she would trade where she is now for where she was last week. He says, now if I live in the flesh, this means fruitful work for me. I don't know which one I should choose. I, I am pressed by both. This is Paul speaking toward the end of his ministry. He said, I have a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Let, let me just put, put this in. You know, there's all kinds. Of, well, what happens when you die? Do you, are you there? Are you waiting? Are, you know, are you, are you asleep until the trumpet? Paul said, "If my desire is to depart and be with Christ. You know what that means? If you depart, you're going to be with Jesus. You know what that means, Shar, is with Jesus. I just, you know, if you believe that different, good for you. But I just, I know she's there right now, right now. And uh, I think the scripture backs it up, and it says it like this. He says, um, uh, being with Christ, which is far better, but to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am persuaded of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and your joy and faith. It ought to be. If you're named the name of Jesus and you're in fellowship with one another, it ought to be that we're promoting that joy and faith in one another. Never tearing one another down. Never doing anything but trying to promote and lift up and encourage one another. The, that word of prophecy is, is that word of encouragement that's constant. He says, uh, so that because of me your confidence will grow in Jesus Christ when I come to you again. Just one thing. Just one thing. Gateway, just one thing. Live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Don't use Jesus as a get-out-of-jail-free card. 
but live your life in a manner that's worthy. Because you just do not know when it's your time. We don't get, it. We don't get a do-over in this. We don't get to say, well, okay, if I had to do it again, I'd do it different. Do it different right now. What do you do? Live your life in a manner that's worthy of the gospel. Let your light shine. And I'm speaking mostly to the choir because there's so many of you that do that. But if you're here and, and you're just, you know, this is maybe new to you and while you have faith and, and, and you're struggling, look, make a choice to live your life worthy of the gospel. Say, Father, my life is yours. Help me to do this. When you're, when you're up against the works of the flesh, don't give in to them where they become the habitual, continual lifestyle that you lead. But fight. Just fight it. I'm for somebody that will fight it. I, I'm going to stand beside you as you struggle in it. I am. Why? Because people have stood beside me, and Jesus always has stood beside me as I struggle. Living our lives worthy of, uh, uh, of the gospel. It says, Then when the, whether I come and see you or am absent, I'll hear about you that you are standing firm. This is us. I will hear about you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, working side by side for the faith that comes from the gospel, not being frightened in any way by your opponents. This is a sign of destruction for them, but of your deliverance and this from God. Now, let me explain that one to you. How many of you know we are opposed? And the Scripture says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Now, I'm going to tell you what I have felt, the, the emotional uh, exhaustion that I felt is, is that that spiritual battle that it was raging this week. In, in my life, in the lives of those that are ministering to, uh, in, in this tragedy, the family, you're there, and, and that, that any time uh, the enemy doesn't waste a, a tragedy, he's going to come in and whisper all kinds of deceit. And, and, and to be there and just, you know, it's not that you have to speak. I didn't have to speak anything. I just had to be there in faith. And I'm, I'm going to tell you there's more about your presence, that new creation that's in you, just being there. And then if there's a word to, to be spoken that's fitly spoken is the right way, you speak that. We did that in prayer the other night, and I, that was effective and powerful in pushing back the lies of our opponent. The one thing that happened to me as a young man when I was filled with God's Spirit, it made me aware of the spiritual world around me. Before I was ignorant of it totally and how it influenced and affected mankind. But when I was filled with His Spirit, the revelation of that spiritual world, yes, the Holy Ghost is in me, but man, oh man, there is an enemy of my soul that absolutely exists in the way that He manipulates us and touches us is through lies. And so, when you stand against 
that opponent and you, you speak truth in the face of lies. And, and, and you speak what's right in the face of tragedy. And here, what, what happens, it says here, it says, um, working side by side for the faith that comes from the gospel, not being frightened in any way by your opponents. Some of you that live in fear, you have no idea uh, 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 what's, what that does. Or let me say it this way. Those of you, when you're faced with fear, when you make a different choice and you stand in faith rather than fear, do you know that condemns our enemy? That, that's, let, me, let me just read it and, and try to paraphrase it so you may. It says, not being frightened in any way by your, pro, your opponents, this is a sign for them. This is a sign of destruction for them. But for us, it's deliverance. How in the world would your lack of fear be a sign of destruction for our enemy? How, how uh, would your lack of despair be a sign to the spiritual forces that are against us that their time is coming to an end? Because when all the world around us is influenced and affected by, by the enemy and they just crumble and fall and they have no hope, when there is a group of people that have been called by the name of Jesus, that have been filled with His Spirit, that stand in the face of tragedy and say, there's hope. Don't you know that just sends the enemy of our soul into a frenzy? Because it is an evident token of his coming destruction. Why? Because he can throw the worst that he has at us in our lives, and we're going to just stand there. Say, well, what, 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 what if it really hurts us? Then it really hurts us. But I am convinced that there's nothing that comes against you and I, but that our Father doesn't allow it. The pain and suffering are, do you, re, the prosperity gospel is about this life. The gospel is about the life to come. The idea of, of man, you're going to serve God and everything's going to go right here in this world. No. The reality is few days full of trouble. Trial, tragedy, triumph, joy, all, all the emotion of it. But, but those that name the name of Jesus have a victory in them that's constant because our faith is there. It's genuine. And it just absolutely drives our opponents crazy. So I'm, I'm here this morning thoroughly exhausted. I said, you know what? I ought to get somebody else to preach this, preach something. And I said, to myself, no, I just want to stand up in the face of the enemy, not taunting him by any means, but just saying, you know what, dude, I'm okay. In fact, I'm better than okay. I, I'm just, I'm filled with hope like I've never had before. I'm filled with the confidence in, in, in God that just has absolutely caused my feet to be stable. I am, I, I, I'm just enthralled and in, in, in love with the body of Christ and what has happened over this last week. And you have thrown at us the very worst that I've ever experienced. And you know what? We're still here. 
We're still here glorifying God. We're still here naming the name of Jesus. We're still here looking for the good in it and how God's going to reveal His goodness. And I, I, might, I, haven't, you know, I haven't seen it unfold yet, but I do know this one thing, that it is going to. Because everything works together for the good. And the, you, the enemy of our soul saying, Wah! well, we did this so you'd be upset and you'd be afraid and you'd be in turmoil. And I say, that didn't work. I have some other choice words, but I'll keep those to myself. That just didn't work. And, and this was bad. <clears throat> well, it might get worse. Okay, it, it may. But you know what? I am confident of this one thing that he has, that has begun a good work in me and in us. He's going to finish it. And the pressure and the and the and the, the the things that come against us and the enemy of our soul, he nothing will separate us from the love of God. It just won't do it. And so I hope that uh, our faith, I, it was a roller coaster. Shoo. You know, up and down, emotion and all that. And what happens in the body of Christ? When you're up, I may be down and need you. And when, you, you, know, it, you know, God has a way of making a, a, a way for us. And when you need something, there's going to be somebody around you that's, that's there to lift you up. Why? Because he doesn't leave us or forsake us. And uh, my, my, my prayer for you this morning is that if this situation has caused you to, um, you know, just doubt or, or fear and all those things, pull it together. You know, j just uh, borrow from my faith for a minute. My sister's okay. The family's going to, you know, God's going to work out what he's going to. There's some, something he's doing. I don't know what it is, but I know he's doing it. And, and uh, just uh, what I do want to do is just put to silence the voice of the enemy in anybody's life. Over this situation or over any situation in your life, fear is not, it's the opposite of faith. I'm not talking about being afraid. Some of you are afraid of heights or some of you are afraid of scuba diving. You know, some people are Different, they have different phobias, and I'm, not ta I'm talking about living a life where you just are constantly uh, afraid. That's the enemy, and it, it, gives, it gives him more power, but it takes away from him when you, life deals us hardship, and you just stand. And so that scripture closes with this. Says this is a sign of destruction for them, but of your deliverance, and this from God, for it has been given to you on Christ's behalf, not to only to believe in Him, but also to suffer for Him. <laughs> God, I want. Can you give me something, Lord? Okay. God, I want this Sunday to be different. Okay. No, no, I, I know that's not what I was asking for. Not that specific event, but God, but the suffering of my life 
works to the glory of God. And, 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 and let, me, let me read it again just so you know I'm not you know, off on my own doctrine here. For it has been given to you on Christ's behalf not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Having the same struggle that you saw I had and now hear that I have. God's gifted us. I, I am, I'm in a place. That's why I had to finally say it's not about me. It's not about me. My belief was, has been, my faith has been gifted to me. I can't take credit for that. You can't sit here today and take credit for it. It says, it says uh, 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 for it has been given to you on Christ's behalf not only to believe. That belief has been gifted to you. And we've got to realize that there are times in our life that suffering has been given to us so that we can be to God a light to a world and to our opponents that, that their destruction is coming. I know that's a little bit deeper than deep, but the idea yesterday's service because of the body of Christ was a beautiful thing. And, um, uh, and I am convinced that it just caused the enemy of our soul to shudder again. And I just want to keep him there. And the next time he brings something, which he will, tragic and, and trial, you know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna face it with hope as a body. But I'm asking and pleading with you because you, you can't do that individually. See, the body is made up of individual members, and I need you to be fearless. I need you to be okay. Well, well I don't know how to be. Jesus can make you okay. Man, your faith that he's got, he's got us. He's got us. He's, he's got us. Stand with me. Here, here's, here's the catch. Here's the lie again. The enemy of your soul, something you're going through. You say, well, I'm all alone and nobody's ever gone through it. You know what? There's nothing you're going through right now that hasn't been gone through by somebody else and overcome. Probably in this local assembly. <laughs> there might be a struggle in your life and, and, and uh, you know, besetting sin that you're trying to become victorious over. And I'm telling you what, there's examples here. There's grace here. There's mercy here. There's help here. And so there is no excuse to live in a, con a constant state of fear. There's none. I realize that, that that can sweep through our lives from time to time. But we get back to that place. We struggle to... To be in that place where their faith, our faith gives us victory over the world. And so this morning, Father, I thank you for the body of Christ. I thank you 
for what you've done for us this week. I thank you, Jesus, that we can stand in the midst of of what our opponents would throw at us and and we could uh, be victorious in the middle of it. I'm asking God as we do this together, as we share in this victory together, Lord, that my brothers and sisters would just uh, more and more overcome every fear and every obstacle that's set before them. Your great grace this morning as we sing and pray together. Let your hand be upon us. God, let your hand be upon us. So as I we bring, begin this portion of the service, would you pray with me? Would you pray for Joel, his family, but would you pray just in faith? Not taunting the enemy, but just standing where God's called us to stand. God's called us to do something that's before us. And I'm asking you to be a part of that because it's going to be wonderful. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.